Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Do you count your steps? I don't count my steps. I'm back to two days though, so I'm like. What's two days? Going to the gym twice a day. What do you mean back to? I did it for a little bit in January, and it's exhausting. Why are you working out so much? Because I have my big birthday extravaganza in March. The one, the, the one that I was like, kind of. So Monet kind of like. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just stating facts. Monet um, in, invited me. To her birthday. What is inviting quotes? What does invite you mean? I invited you. Either I did or I didn't. It was money. Was like I have a thing, but you don't want to come. I'm just gonna tell you now. You, you're not gonna want to come. It's it's a thing that you're not gonna want to be at. But like I, I invite, I'm inviting you, but you're you you don't want to be around. You know what this call, this calls back to the conversation about about um about doubling down on my point about when you had the thing at your house with Patty, and I was like, why invite someone to something that you know they're not gonna enjoy? Why did you invite me? Because because of the long history of this podcast, you're saying that I never invite you or anything, how I always leave you out. So I wanted to let you know, this is happening. You can come, but I 98.9% think you're going you're gonna to be bored. You're not going to have a good time. So I'm covering my base. I'm doing I'm doing your thing. I'm, I'm inviting you anyway. I'm doing my thing. I'm telling you, I don't think you'll have a good time. But sure, you can come. I appreciate. I actually appreciated being invited. It, it, was the, it was literally the first time you invited me. We literally had many things at my home that I took the game that I that I invited I'm you to. Yeah, but not like yeah. You, you know, you, you just said it's the first time I invited you. So okay, uh, that was that was hyperbole. Remember that? Um, remember our thing? But you do these these like your grand things. What grand? Bobby you little Joshua tree trip. I, that was not my trip. That was not my trip. And, and also invited. a couple of your brunches. I was invited. I went. What and brunches? A couple of like dinners when I looked up and I was like, oh, that is not true. It, Everything is not, you act like I'm this like event planner. Bitch, I get invited and I show up. But also, Bob, what Bob is not saying to you, well, oftentimes my Bob does not receive invitations from things because people often message Bob and Bob doesn't respond. So, th- no. yes, call Kim, call Kimberly Chi right now, ask her why she, because she's like, I, Bob, and every time she says, Bob, it's like, Bob, Bob, I always message you and I always go to the come, but you never respond. Kim, wow, that is ableist. Me and Kim are hanging out this week. I'm sure you are, but I'm telling you why Kim has and not invited you. And we're hanging out this week. <laughs> and Bob knows. Me and Kim are going to Oxnard together. Everyone knows. That Bob does not answer his phone, and phone. R- seldom. Look at Jacob. Jacob peeking over that camera like, "Girl, please." You answer my phone. Every, well, uh, to, to Bob, everyone, everyone else in Bob's life be like, "Sure, you answer if the I'm phone." If I'm at work, if I'm like doing something, but look, all these are answers. There's all answers. I missed a call from my mom, <laughs> and then look at all the answers I missed a call from Don. Uh, <laughs> Don. <laughs> 
Diderot, Diderot, and that was. Oh, you can't see the numbers now. That was a lot of red coming up there. And Diderot, you recorded first person impressions two days ago, so that was just that was just in two days, Mary. So please. I was no. That was, okay, when is that? You're not taking into account. That was Diderot and I were having, and you know this. Some connectivity issues because I, I have the curse of the internet around me, <laughs> the curse of the Irish internet, and um, so she was calling me, but I was on the uh, on the the riverside, and she was calling. I see the can I silence my phone because if you put your phone on the thing and it, which I need to actually take the vibrator off. I'm actually grateful that you invited me, that you finally invited me to one of your legendary, iconic events. <laughs> it's not one stop doing that because you know it's not. First of all, you know, I don't, I'm, as I've discussed on this podcast many times, I don't do birthdays. So this is the first time I'm, and it's not, it's, it's not even fully my birthday. It's like a, it's like a bunch of things happening around the time. My birthday is in February. So I don't ever do something for my birthday. So this you is my I'm not even his birthday too. <laughs> it's his birthday. Jacob and I enjoy what's good. It's all mine. You don't know. So you didn't invite him? Oh I'm just asking if you invited Jacob or not. It's his, it's his birthday. It's, you have the same birthday. It's literally his birthday. Did you invite him or not? That's so messy. I'm just asking. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this. Jacob, did you get an invite from one of his birthday extravaganza? You know, I, I went to the bowling one I was invited to. I just didn't feel like going. The bowling? That was Kim. And we didn't go. You did go to that one. What bowling one? Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was another thing. No, there wasn't. No, Monet, on my birthday. There's a story about when Monet had a bowling birthday party and nobody went. Bo- it wasn't bowling. Was it was bowling. Just, it was just at the clubhouse. Yeah, it was at the clubhouse. That's the thing in Atlanta. In Atlanta, the um, the all the apartment complexes. Yeah, apartment complexes have clubhouses. All of them. It, it's also the rent office too. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird, but it's like a it's where the pool is, usually space. Yeah, and also you would think that these that these spaces like when you hear that a apartment complex has like a pool and like a tennis court, you think it's it's not fancy. It don't be fancy. It is. Though. They they have found they have sure there are fancy ones, but I don't but know not the ones we live there. Yeah, I don't know fancy one. Um, especially on the ones in uh, uh, London. London at it was called Coppersmoke Glass and I lived there, but it's been renamed London Park at Rex or something. If y'all want to go see my old neighborhood, I used to live in apartment R six. Work. Do you? Oh my God! Do you know the person? You should just do a thing. We should go back to the old apartment and give whoever's there. Give them how old are you? Thirty five. Give them thirty five hundred dollars. A thousand dollars for every year. <laughs> I don't think I'm rich enough to. I mean, not rich enough. I don't think I'm famous enough to just go to people's houses and assume they'll know who I am. If you, let me say something. If you come with a camera crew, I don't think they'll, they may not know who you are, but if you come with a camera crew and stuff, they they're all they will automatically think it's legit, which it is legit. You're filming for your own content and just give them some money. There was a, um, a clip a while back where Lady Gaga um, went into her old building on the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she was always rich. And she was like, hey, I'm Lady Gaga. Right. And, um, well, I don't know. I had a I had to talk with you last week about someone never being broken. I got my head ripped off, so I, I don't know if I can speak on her finances and if she was always rich or not. Because I don't want to upset oh anyone. So you tell me. That was two weeks ago. Someone who's been. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. If she's always been rich. I thought. So I now thought, you're coming to the guy's finances. I thought. Wow. I thought wow. I came in the same like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift, like Army Hammer. Like they could they come from money. Allegedly, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> this right? Is, yeah. Wow, this is very. But you cannot speak on their finances. Oh my god! You, you know, cannot you say. You cannot bang on the table. You cannot say they've been. That's not. 
That's inappropriate. You're invalidating their experiences. <laughs> um, anyway, she knocked on the door about like a studio she's living in Lower East Side. And she was like, I'm Lady Gaga. Can I come in? Like, oh my God, Lady Gaga. No, you can't come in. Word. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, you can't, you can't come in with the camera crew. Word. She's like, no. They're like, she's like, no, you seriously, you can't come in. You know my old apartment in, in the city? They still get all my press bags and everything there. My stuff still goes to Kennedy's place. Actually, a patron lives in Kennedy's old apartment. No, they do not. Yes. We got a, they're like, my does if I live at this address in Brooklyn? And I was like, no, but it all my stuff got sent to Kennedy's. As you, you all know, my old place in New York City, I could not receive packages because they was, I didn't have, um, I didn't have a lot. Your, your problem was exposed to the street. Yeah, so if you put stuff in front of me, it would just get mopped. Yeah, someone would just take it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, even if you put it in the building, that shit would still get mopped. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So this is to the advisory. So stop talking and get to the advisory, Mama. I'm gonna read the first one. Why do you get? We have, we have two sound ones first. Oh, there are two sound ones. So you don't even pay attention. Wow. There was, she had this brother. Hi, Monet and Chippy. Just kidding, Bob. Oh. You both. Um, so I'm 27 years old, and I'm starting to put myself back out there again after five years on a dating hiatus. <laughs> I spent that time getting a new job, going to therapy, losing 45 pounds. Word. So just being in a good place in my life. So my question is, now that I'm putting myself back out there again, how do I protect myself emotionally when getting involved with people? For example, I'm seeing a guy in an open relationship right now, and I'm scared of falling for him. And I just want to make sure that I'm safe and I'm secure and I'm protected at the end of the day. So any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. I'll go first. I guess in your 45 pounds, you lost your manners. <laughs> I don't care what happens to you. I hope you fall for someone who's emotionally unavailable for the rest of their life. I hope you have unrequited love until the day you die. Oh um, I hope that you go to the movies and you see the movie and then right before the movie finds out, the film just stops happening. Uh, I hope that you have wet socks for the rest of your life. Um, I hope that... Um, a lot of bad stuff happens to you. No, I'm kidding. Um, not Chippy. Well, you're not anymore. She's all fixed. <laughs> you are serious? <laughs> this feels... I'm not saying you are... It feels, I'm saying it feels like you're making fun of me. I'm not. You, you got it done. You did You did the thing. It's not done. I, this is, no this, one knows that. Only, only you know that. You just tell everybody your business. 
Well, I'm going to have to get my tooth fixed again for this one 30 minute dentist uh, lunch break. This procedure y'all was talking about. I'm in my I'm in week two of my um, reparation. Well, you look great with or without. You look great all all sides of you, Bob. Thank you. Um, this person. So, I mean. In regards to protecting yourself against this person in an open relationship, I mean, you're going into this knowing that this person is 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 open, and so I mean, you can't control who they're sleeping with and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think if you're getting involved in that, you already know that, like, like it's not to protect yourself. You you're armed with all the information that you need to know. Like, this person's not sneaking this on you, so you continue to pursue whatever with this person know that they are open like i like you have all the things that you need to know yeah it sounds like you're asking us to um tell you what you already know and to validate yeah. your uh uh to to like it's so you're like some you know they was like tell me to go to to log off and do my homework yeah and like you, like, you know you just log off tell yourself to log off and do your homework yeah. you know what i mean if you think that hooking up with this guy um, if you don't think you have the capacity to hook up with this guy and not be emotionally entangled entangled with him, then you need to stop hooking up. Maybe, maybe hookups aren't for you. Maybe you're not the hookup girl. Maybe you're actually a demisexual. Yeah, maybe you're a demisexual. Maybe you are a long-term committed monogamous bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe you are able to be open with people, but you need to have someone with you as well. Like, yeah. That's that you are with someone in an open relationship. You're not the one in the open relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I I think you know what you need to do. You just want us to tell you what you already know, and you're, we're already giving you information that you probably already know. Yeah. So rude, nigga. All right, let's go to the next one. He's Caucasian. We don't know. These sound white to you. Is it worth it for me to come out to a family that is super religious, and sometimes it leads towards homophobia? Um, but I know that they do love me, but I wonder sometimes if they would love me the same if they knew, you know? Um, I moved away from home and I kind of have my own life outside of where I grew up. But, you know, as a queer person, you know, we love our families and it's the thing we want the most is sometimes just for them to, for us to be accepted by them. And so I guess I'm just asking like, if that is worth it, um, I mean, I, th- I f- forget them. It's not like fuck them. Fuck what you think they want or they need. It's about you. I think you need to think about will you be a happier person. I, I don't want to answer for you, uh, but most people would agree that they will be you, you. The lightness you feel, the freedom you feel by coming out. I think that you, if 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 you want to come out for yourself, don't think about coming out for anyone else. Not your friend, not your cousin, not your sister, not your brother, not your mother, whoever it is. Come out for you if you want to do so. But know that. It, it may come at a cost. You may lose a lot of your family. They may not talk to you anymore. They may shun you from the church, whatever it is, if, if you still like going to church. There are things that may come with you coming out, but if you know it's going to liberate you and make you happier, then I think go for it. But I don't think they said that they're not out. They said come out to their family. And I understand that. Here's the thing, you know, I really, to be, if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't have a lot of experience in this realm because I've, I never once thought for a second that coming out to my family would result in anything other than me being loved. I never had this, I never had a fear, never had a qualm mm-hmm. ever. I've never struggled with this. I mean, I was nervous as, a, as a, but I came out in high school. I was, I, I came out after, after the, the day I graduated high school. But you also had uncles that you knew that were gay. Yeah, I have queer people in my family. My mom's yeah. queer, my uncle's queer. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not of the queer trailblazer of my family. So I got this 
see a lot of people still be loved. I have some very, I have some gay cousins. I have a lot of, there's some, I have some gay. You know, they say gay, it, 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 it runs in the family. It's, it's genetic, yeah. It's like, it's like diabetes. It runs in the family. <laughs> it runs in the family. Uh, which ironically, if diabetes, you probably don't run in the family. No, because no people die. Because you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but I think that you know, weigh your relationship with them. Do you think you can have an honest relationship with these people if you're not out? And are would you rather have it? And then once you think about that, ask yourself, would you rather have an honest relationship or have a peaceful relationship? Yeah, so I think that you really get just gotta, I don't know, you gotta um decide if 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 it's more important that your relationship be honest or that it be peaceful. Yeah. If you don't think you can have both. Yeah. And I mean because if some people it is important, like I can I know I can say for myself, this is just for me. Whenever I'm thinking about my family loving me, I'm like, I want my family to be able to love me for who I truly am. Right. Not for a projection of what I am. Yeah. And there yeah. is there is a I think there is such a thing as like not coming out, but also not lying about who you are. I don't know. I feel like if you don't come out, there is a part of you that is always that is always kind of lying. Cause if you're like not because there's a part of you that you you're just not giving your family about yourself. Which I don't think you're. I don't think you. We owe our families everything about us. I don't think, but who you love and who you sleep with and like all that stuff. I think that's a big part of a lot of people's identity. Like when you, let's say, you get a wife or a husband, whatever it is, um, however you identify, and then but you keep that part of you from your family forever. That is a big part of your life that you are not including. But if you can't have peace, if you can't have peace with that, like if like if you can't bring them around your family and act and also like not be enthralled in arguments and anger and oh, yeah, fighting. For sure. I I think that it is okay to cuz even we have we all I can't say we all a lot of us have problematic family members. But they're still our family members. Mm-hmm. And their relate that relationship still means something to us because it means a lot to have that. Like you want to have a relationship with this person even if they are kind of messy, even if they are anti-vaxxer, even if they are homophobic, you know? I think I'm so I'm a sociopath because I don't. Members of my family who are that, I literally I have no tolerance. I have no I have no care to like you. But maybe it's because you haven't had any particularly maybe. great it, experiences true. with those people. There's someone who's like their their grandma means everything to them, and then they found out later in life that she's a homophobe. Or that she's transphobic. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean. It's, sometimes you don't find out. You don't find out that people are homophobic or transphobic until it becomes a social, a, a big social topic yeah. in the world. Like you don't until all of a sudden you're sitting down and then you, you all of a sudden hear grandma say, "Caitlyn Jenner will always be a man." And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes, Granny. He was once great, and now he's Brucetta. Yeah, yeah. Who's oh, is that Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams. That's true. I can't. What did she say, Melinda? No, Belinda. No, no what, happened, no, what happened? No, no, what happened was uh, a while back, Wendy Williams leaked. Wendy Williams is a fat whale. Wendy Williams leaked Caitlyn Jenner's her real name, but she oh, thought really? she thought it was Belinda, and she was like, "You need to raise your kids. That's more important than trying to become Belinda." Yeah. And um, obviously, her name was not Belinda, or maybe it was. She changed the last minute because she got mad that we didn't spoiled it. And then she, um, but also, raise your kids, bitch. Caitlyn Jenner's children are grown, like full grown. Raise your kids; they're adults. Well, no, that's not true. Like when that all, when 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 Caitlyn was transitioning, Kylie, I don't think was even eighteen yet. She was under eighteen, and that's also, it is still shady to insinuate that you can't oh, yeah, that sure. you can't transition and oh, yeah, yeah. raise well, your it, children. It's shady. I was just saying that. Yeah, what's is, the um what's the woman's name? She's a non-binary. She uses she her pronouns. Um, One exchange bodybuilder, and she had a whole um, from transformation. Yeah. Anyway, she was Tran- raising, tra- transformer. Yeah, she was raising her kids while, and her kids were great. I don't know how much of it was camera, but I was like, these are really great kids. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, they were like giving her like dating advice, like giving her outfit choices. Like, like I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen those those black people in the shade room and like online? Like when Wendy, all of her sickness, like all of her disease and stuff. Like people are like, well, that's what she gets for all the years of gossiping about people. I'm like, bitch, y'all be gossiping about people at church. It's just or or, or in life in general, you, you gossip about your friends. It's every as soon as one friend leaves the room, you're like, did you hear about so and so and so and so? I'm like, so just because she did it, and she had millions of people watching that. That that makes hers. That makes her gossiping worse than yours. No, bitch, you're the same gossip folks, nigga. Also, I mean, I I also don't believe in uh, karma or um or deeds catching up with you. I don't believe in that. So I just think that she just happened to get sick. And I believe in karma. You do? Energies for sure. No. <laughs> no. It's not a thing. If it was a thing, Donald Trump would be dead. De- like fucked up dead and, and like and like devastated and tortured right now. It, there's no way. And that's why that's why someone pointed out something true. Like I do why I don't believe in ghosts, because if ghosts were real, white people would never sleep in America. After what all the fucking informally enslaved people would do. If if ghosts were real, white people would never get a, a night's sleep in America. <laughs> You know? <laughs> All right, let's go. I'll read the first one. Open, open your shit up. You know how to use this fucking thing? Don't you have your little, your little, I don't have a face like you. Yeah, exactly. You will never have a face like me, honey. Oh God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> Dear Monet and Bob, I'm currently in a light COVID bubble for a work project. I've been talking to a guy on Grinder for about two weeks now, and we won't be able to meet up until my project ends. We started tech. <clears throat> we started sexting. Clean and it feels bad for you. I found out today. Well, yeah, 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 yes, that's a fact. But also, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, bitch, I gotta get this shit out if of you. Here. Uh, if you if you do vocalizers, the the phlegm will clear off of your throat. Over the over, over the forty five minutes? Not forty five minutes. You don't, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we started sexting, and it's escalated out of the realm of what I can actually do. <laughs> In one moment, what is hot and heavy, I promise splits, spread eagles, backflips, flip flops, one right after, after the, the other. other. Now I'm now I'm nervous that when we finally meet in person, I won't be able to deliver. What do I do? Sincerely, buzzing it down, girl. I'm guilty of this. I have overpromised, underdelivered. <laughs> Why? Because you don't like the heat at the moment. You're like talking. You're like, oh yeah, baby. When I do like that reverse lunge onto your dick and and, and, and like like doing just saying the most. I'm like, bitch. I'm like, I am offering a service that I cannot provide. I've seen. I've had this happen to me before. I, I do not overpromise, <laughs> but I have been overpromised before and been like, this was not the tea. Like you, I think we can do better next time because this was. There was some um there was some service that I would like to complain about here. Yeah, I mean I think I think I think a lot of us, not all of us, a lot of us are guilty of sometimes going a little ham into sexting and then like you like read the conversation back later when you when, when y'all finish talking and you like on your bed read I was like, oh girl, I was really I was really selling the dream. I was really selling we're all guilty of that. I mean, as just do your best in the when when the things happen, do your best, suck that dick like nobody else can. Throw that flip ass flops back on that spread dick. Eagles. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're the top fucking bust that pussy down like you are fucking Shaquille O'Neal I, I imagine Shaquille O'Neal is, is a good fuck mm. just, because, just because he's tall big probably got a big dick do you think that's 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 what makes a good fuck <laughs> just being tall know. and big with a big funny dick funny and stuff I, I, I get a good fuck from Shaquille O'Neal through the TV I get conservative missionary fuck from Shaquille O'Neal no that's what I get 
I feel like Shaquille O'Neal would lay there and he got bitches like doing all because I mean he is yeah like, he's laying there and they're doing all the work well how does that make him a good fuck oh because when okay nah Tops so just laying there that you knowing like how to like use your pelvis the right way so you're hitting the right spot when they fucking that is a very that's a good talent well first you said just lay there and I was like well he's gonna just lay well, there just laying there and for, for, for doing the right pelvic motions that's important as well man for sure I, I understand that <laughs> I, I don't get that from Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> LeBron James <laughs> no but Stephon Curry I don't know him and Aisha Tyler beats. I'm Aisha Curry. Is he a basketball player too? Yeah, the light skin guy from the Golden State Warriors. I know three basketball players: Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Muggsy Larry Bird, Muggsy Bowles, Charles Barkley, uh, Scottie Pippen, and if you're noticing, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. If you notice, I'm naming all people who do not even play basketball. They're all (laughs) retired. That's how. That's how far removed I am. Every what I named is fully retired. Uh, what do you do? Yeah, so that's my advice. Just when you get there, just do the best with what you got, but like really go in on the things you're good at. Yeah, or just, you know, tone it down. When you start <laughs> texting, like, don't, you know, just kind of be like, I'm going to bottom. <laughs> don't be like, I'm going to split. Just just say what you know for sure you're going to be doing. I will be bottoming. <laughs> and then when they show up, they'll be shocked and, and amazed. <laughs> when you start to top them. <laughs> Flip the script. And he's like, I can't even deliver that. <laughs> Uh, dear Bob and Monet, I'm moving from a Twitter instigate to OnlyFans star. What makes a good OnlyFans? Um, how to make the best content for my audience? Sincerely, that hoe over there. Um, Bob, you, you, you. This is this is your arena. You don't you don't subscribe to OnlyFans? So I, I haven't had done one in like months now at this point. Okay, so there's a few people I subscribe to OnlyFans, and um, the the ones that are really annoying are the people who like. So there's this one guy. His name is. Uh, like melanin dick teaser. Well, he shows his he, okay. he shows okay, but like he always is on Twitter being like, "Come to my OnlyFans," mm. and, that, and I always go. But I love OnlyFans. OnlyFans shows how much content they have before you subscribe. This nigga has not posted anything for months, and I mean months. That's so shady. And I was like, you think you think people are going to subscribe to your channel and you've not posted in Girl. months? Why would why would anyone ever do that? You have to have to have to post regularly. If you have a schedule, even better. Yeah. You want to have a schedule? If you do not post, people will unsubscribe. Uh-huh. And or if you post, they will just be annoyed that they get there. Also, I would rather you charge a higher price than have like a one dollar OnlyFans and then try to sell me stuff in the DMs. Yes. Do not try to sell me stuff in the fucking DMs. I, yeah. Just charge more money. I also think that, in my opinion, a great amount for OnlyFans is either five ninety nine or six ninety nine a month. More than that is wild. Ten ninety nine a month is a lot for OnlyFans, especially because that's like Netflix. And you're not releasing that much content. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not not only that, but I feel like if you do if you do five ninety nine, you're you're probably more like you're probably likely to get more people. This one guy um goes on his um Twitter, his TikTok, and talks about how much money he makes on OnlyFans. He keeps popping up on my um on my t- his name is Reno Gold or something. Reno Gold. And this is his so I get this question a lot and it's really hard to answer because yes, I do make great money, but that happens for a very, very small percentage of people. It yeah. really doesn't work Good out for most people. Six figures. A month. Six figures. That's seven to six figures a year though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I did like 1.2 million in 12 months. Wow. So just so you guys know, I'm reading his amount. He made $86,000 in September, $103,000 in August, $112,000 in July. 
Um, and is this guy has made uh one point two million dollars? He said in a year. I hope he's investing his money. He's young on OnlyFans. Roth IRA. Um, and I think it's probably because he. I, I'm. I don't. I do not follow his OnlyFans, but he posts a lot of content. I'm sure. Actually, let me let me let me find out. I can. You can click on his OnlyFans link. Marino Gold. And it'll tell you how many things he's posted. Um, OnlyFans. Click. According to this, he has posted one thousand video, one thousand pictures, and two hundred and ninety nine videos. This this motherfucker. Two hundred ninety nine videos. That's not a lot of videos. That is one. Two, that's that's a that's almost a video. A video a day. Yeah, true. Take it yeah. off weekends. Like it's like he takes take off the weekends, and uh, a thousand pictures. So in between, he's probably doing a couple of videos a week and over a picture a day for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, that's a good schedule. Yeah, and also I would say this: ones that like show like don't ever complete. Yeah, people like you. You never. You are hard pressed to find a, to find a nut a cum shot anywhere. They just they just always stroking the cuts off and or like short videos. I hate like t- short videos that are like less than like fifteen seconds. Also, pay the people who are collaborating with you, and they'll be more happy to promote it as well. Yeah. Also, post like salacious stuff on your Twitter, TikTok, and your Twitter. Your post alt. a video of you in your underwear jumping around with your dick bopping around, and then be like, uh, "The link is in the bio." The sneaky link. Girl. Take the link if you want to see what's in the bio, or, yeah. or or post you know something online, and then you can get people to go see more and more and more. Yeah, post content and don't and like show us the fucking nut, and also don't make your videos too short. But also, and and plus, like, don't you, I don't think you want to leave. Um, I don't think you want to leave it, Twitter. Twitter, you can't move from Twitter. You need to. You need Twitter oh, yeah. and Instagram to feed into to your, promote yeah. your OnlyFans. Yeah. So I would not. I would. It's kind of like I was telling Mateo. Mateo didn't want to do Twitter, and I was like, I'm not going to use Twitter or TikTok. I was like, Mateo, you're a comedian. You need to promote yourself. And yeah. now he's doing it. And his shows are selling out. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Hello, Bob and Monet. I live with five roommates, and I love them all and got super lucky. My only issue is that one of them doesn't have the best sanitary habits in the kitchen. He often just washes dishes with water and not soap, washes his hands without soap, cross-contaminates chicken with other stuff, and leaves open packs of raw chicken clanging around the fridge. Oh, my God. I had tried to just in soap in nice ways where he can't really seem to get in the habit of it. I don't want to be seen as the uppity white bitch of the house, but I have pretty bad OCD and I'm 90% sure I'll get salmonella eventually. He's a good friend, but I really need some advice on how I can learn to live with it or break it to him nicely. I avoid confrontation at all costs. Advice on how to change that would be great. Sincerely, salmonella. P.S. I love you both, even when Monet gaslights. Okay, this is a matter of safety. Yeah, girl, you're going to get sick. I don't think you need to pull... Okay, don't be nasty. Well, she, this person is does not like to avoid com- a conversation, yeah. so I don't think they're going to be nasty. Don't be mean and nasty about it, but be like, hey, guys, you can't... I'm... I statements. Hey, I'm concerned about the chicken in the uh, fridge mm-hmm. because it's a raw and it's not wrapped or anything, and I'm concerned about getting sick. So... Um, do you guys, do you all mind if we, you know, wrap it up or put it in the freezer inside of uh, vacuum sealed packages or something? Here are some ideas. Maybe this person also doesn't know how to clean. Yeah, but yeah they clearly don't know. So maybe you can suggest things to them. I'm and, like, oh, and say, hey. maybe try this. I'm like, hey, yeah, I just pulled the, the plate out of the, out of the cabinet. I think because I'm not using soap on it, there's still residue on it. So I think everyone needs to use soap when you wash the dishes. And I am a, not I'm just a, water. I'm a messy person. I am a person who's naturally very messy, but over the years. I've, I'm i less offended if someone's like, hey, can we clean up the living room? Because I'm like, you know what? You're right. I didn't clean the living room. I'm, I'm a messy person. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Jacob are both a little bit messy. Ezra is not messy at all. So when Ezra's like, can we, can you please clean your side of the bed? 
I just take my clothes off and I just have a pile. And I end up with like three days worth of clothes right next to my bed. And I'm like, I have three pair of pants over here, four pair of socks. And then when he says, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I, I, I'm sorry. I will clean up my side of the bed now. You better be sorry. Anyway, um, but I don't know if this person has reached that point yet yeah. where they can take the critique. But a lot of this stuff seems not only annoying, but dangerous. Like this chicken, like raw chicken is really dangerous. Yeah, I definitely suffer from a little OCD. I like I like to clean up a lot. So I understand. I, I know how much of an eyesore it is when you see like they're like keeping like a little messy. So I I know that probably drives you insane. So I think just keep on suggesting things about how like hey, so I went to go sit on the couch and the slippers, you know, like I just like, like make be sure you're, you're saying things that you're noticing that are that are stopping you from enjoying the space and just make suggestions on how we can be better about cleaning it up and so we so no one is inconvenient. There are also certain things that like um. If you, I'll say this, like, I've never minded doing dishes. I've just never minded doing dishes. I don't know why. I just, I think I grew up doing dishes without a dishwasher. So I'm just kind of like, I'll wash dishes. It's not a big deal to me. And if I ever have a roommate who doesn't want to do dishes, as long as they're not like piling dishes up to the sky, I'll just do the dishes. I'll just do them because it really doesn't, it really doesn't bother me. Now you can't get on a high horse about it. You can't be like, I'm around here doing all that dishes and blah, 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 blah. But if it's something you just honestly don't mind doing, just, just do it. But it's not, it's, not even, it's not about don't mind doing it. It's the fact that you're not pulling your own weight, and now it's now I had to pick up the slack because you're inconveniencing everyone by not washing dishes like that. Over time, that would get get on my nerves. It wouldn't bother me if I if I didn't, if if it was something I did, if it was something I truly did, like didn't like doing, I'd be like this is starting to bother me. But if it's dishes, I'm like I honestly don't care about doing. I, I will do dishes. Work. It's not a big deal. And again, long, as long as you're not like the only kind of dish I don't like is when people cook and then leave those dishes. But if it's like the plates and the bowls and and the stuff. I'll wash those dishes for sure. Good. I'm, I'm going to start coming here and dropping my shit off in your kitchen. Please do. Okay. Great. Let's see how, see how that works out for you. I that Can I tell you the vindictive thing I did one time? One time? Just once. One time I was vindictive. Can you believe yeah, this? Uh-huh. Only yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. So I was um, bartending at Ruby Tuesday in Columbus, Georgia. And this waiter said, I was bartending. He said the bar. And the rule is like waiters don't serve waiters. You don't serve staff. With the exception of the people in the kitchen have to cook the food, but like we don't serve you. So you cannot, you do not leave your food at the bar. You don't leave your plate at the bar. Mm-hmm. You don't leave your plate at tables. You take it back to the dish to the dishwasher. Well, this guy left his plate there. And I said, Don't leave your plate here. Take a plate to the dishwasher. He goes, You'll take it back to the dishwasher. Work. Was he? I don't even remember. I don't think he, I think he was, I'm pretty sure he was actually. And I said, I said, Oh, you're gonna wash this plate. And he goes, we'll see. I said, You are absolutely washing this plate he left the store he left the plate right there someone came to bust it the bus plate. I said do not do not bust that plate <laughs> so I took the plate put it in my exactly how he had it took all the dishes he had like two, two or three dishes put them in my car I drew I found out where he lived drove to his house put the plates on his doorstep and then I left well how you know he washed the dishes though he washed those dishes. I would do that shit away. He washed. <laughs> they were nice, nice dishes. You are crazy. Not drive, not found his address. That's oh, yeah. Stalkery. Found his address. Yeah. Um, okay, so years ago, me and, and the Bronx's Bob's old roommate. Yeah, we were living the together. Vegan drag queen. And we once we moved in together, uh, we found out that we had two brooms. And it was a pretty small apartment. 
And Hannah LeBronx was like, oh, we have two. Now, the broom was, okay, so let me tell you what the rooms were. I had a round trash can, but it was pushed into the corner. So, you know, if it's a round trash can in the corner, there's still a little space because the, because the trash can is not, a, is not a perfect square. So, it's like that little space behind the trash can is where we put both the brooms. And Hannah LeBronx was like, we got to get rid of one of these brooms. And I was like, why, would, why do I have to get rid, of, get rid of one of these brooms? And he's like, they're just taking up too much space. I was like, they're not taking up any space. <laughs> it's, it's, it is a room. It is behind the trash can. There's nothing else you want to put in that space. It's not It's not taking up a space. It's not. It's an eyesore. I was like, it's not taking space from the mop. It's not taking. It, it is. And then I, I was like, he was like, I need you to throw away your broom. I said, I'm not throwing away my broom. Why? Why, why yours? And I said, throw away your fucking broom. <laughs> and he was like, why would I throw away my broom? My broom's newer than yours. I said, okay, but I, this is my broom. Why would I throw my broom away? <laughs> So that your broom can be in this house now. This is such a mob argument. I, I'm wrong. Someone not, moved in not, and asked me to throw my broom wrong. away. I was saying wrong. I was like, this is uh, this is just a situation that you would find yourself in. So I was like, why would I was like, why would I throw my broom away for you? And he was like, because we don't need two brooms. I said, okay, we don't need two brooms, but the broom's not taking. It's not a couch. <laughs> this is only a situation you would find yourself. I was like, in. it's not a couch. It's not a TV. It is a broom. It is tall and skinny. It is vertical and it's behind the trash can, taking up no extra space. I'm not. So we had this is like a long argument. And we ended up saying, I'm not throwing my broom away. You can do whatever you want with your broom. I'm not throwing my broom. I said, What do you do one day when you move out? And now, I'm, now my dumbass ain't got no broom. Now I gotta go buy a new broom because you, I threw my broom away so that you could not look at my broom. Anyway, he did move out. And I still have my fucking broom. <laughs> I had that broom until until the quarantine. Where oh it, so the, the thing happened in New York City during the quarantine, where um all the the bug spray people, the fumigators, stopped coming to the apartments because oh, yeah. they couldn't get into people's homes. So our entire building had not been fumigated, and the uh, bugs showed up. This happened to you in your place? No, but I remember. Yeah. So the bugs showed up, and a massive roach appeared. And me That's and, one that you and Jacob were fighting about? Screaming. Me and Jacob were jumping and screaming, trying Queens. to kill this fucking... And I broke the broom, and that was the broom, Jacob. That that broom that saved our lives. Oh, my God. Hannah LeBron tried to get us to throw it away. This is, I mean, this, this is only an argument that you would have with someone. Would you have thrown the broom away? What would you have done? <laughs> Depending on the broom, I I, I, I I don't know this broom. I don't know how much you want this broom. But if someone moved in, okay, Andy moves in and asks you to throw your broom away. Not even Andy, someone who you know you won't be living with forever. It's like, throw your broom away. I don't know how you're making me it's like I'm crazy. I did not say you're crazy. So, what crazy. would you do behind a broom to you throw your broom away? Can you please, uh, here it is. Um, I was just cleaning in the kitchen and I noticed that we have two brooms. Um, we, have yeah. two, we have two brooms. Yeah, my broom and your broom. Yeah, but we don't need two brooms, though. So, I think that we should probably get rid of one of them. But why mine? Oh, oh sorry. So I think we should get rid of one of them. Okay, so you're going to throw yours away or mine? I think you should throw your broom away because, yeah, well, I think you should throw your broom away. Okay, which one is newer? Mine is newer. Yours is newer? Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I think it's weird. I have to throw mine away, but honestly, I, it's a broom. I really don't care that much. Good. All right, I got a couple other suggestions, too. I was in your bedroom. <laughs> I don't like your bed. Throw that shit away, too. <laughs> Can you throw your bed away now? <laughs> Mine is newer than yours. Are we, are we both sleeping on your bed now? No, I just don't like looking at your bed. Oh, well, that sucks. Takes up a lot of space. That sucks, bitch. <laughs> You're ridiculous. You're not throwing away my broom. And then when he moved, I needed a broom. <laughs> You're insane. Read the next question, bitch. Throw my fucking broom. <laughs> 
Bob Monet, my entire for my entire life, I have identified as a as gay. I got bullied at school for it. I liked all the uh, got the gay stuff like makeup, dolls, dicks in my mouth. <laughs> you get the gist. <laughs> I moved to college where I met a girl that I love being around. She's funny, cute, and uh, overall uh, a light in my life. I could see us together for the rest of my life. I, uh, to be perfectly honest, have I been spicy straight this whole time? Sincerely, gazed and confused. Okay, so have they ever been in a relationship with a with a man? Oh, my boyfriend and I. I just, I just scanned oh. past it. They just, they're just gay. They they like gay stuff. They didn't say, they didn't they didn't mention whether or not they've been in a relationship, but it did say they like dicks in their mouth. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think you're just on the spectrum of sexuality. You're just like you were just live. You were you're just you're you're letting yourself experience sex. And 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 sexuality, you're having a human experience with it. Sometimes you like, maybe later you you and this you and this woman um, will separate, and you'll be with another. Who knows? I think that you're just allowing yourself to experience sexuality in a very honest and real way, and I think you should be commended for that. Honestly, I identified as gay uh, for a really really long time, and I still say gay because it's just easier to talk about mm-hmm. myself when I say I'm gay versus saying I'm pansexual. But then um, I had a, some experience with some trans women. And um, and being attracted to some like like quite frankly butch um, women butch says women um, and I was like oh I I think that my attraction is more than just to men um, and I just took it took me a second to be like you know I think that I just like um, more than just you know mm-hmm. I think I just like more than just guys um, and and being gay can really be a big part of your, especially when you're coming out and you have to clean, you have to fight to be gay. Mm-hmm. So it feels like giving it up to become, you know, Maddie Morphis is, is, is a whole, to become, yeah, is a whole thing. Um, so I understand what you're saying. And also you, you just don't worry, but you're not negating your gayness by um, your queerness by hooking up with this woman. And also, after this woman, you don't you don't have to when you say you're bi or pansexual, you don't have to prove to anyone how pansexual, how bi you are. You don't. It doesn't have to be fifty fifty. You don't have to like the same. You don't have to like uh, women the same amount you like men. Right. You don't have to link. You don't have to hook up with uh, people to show. You don't have to fuck girls to show that you're pansexual or bi. That's not. Yeah, how, you do. That's not how that works. We need to know. What, what are you doing? Prove like it. like bedroom checks? Yeah, I want to see. The penis going inside a vagina or, or, or a butthole or you put in the penis. I want to see all the things that you do. There it is. All right, Monet. That was the OnlyFans question. We, we moved on. <laughs> we moved past the OnlyFans question at this point. Yeah, I, I I think you, girl, just live. Live. Do whatever you want. Like, you, you can do whatever the fuck you want and it's your business. I mean, there's limitations. So. Okay. God. I'm just talking. When this person goes out and kills and says, Monet said, do whatever I want, you're going to be looking crazy. <laughs> Dear Bob and Monet, I'm a gay 21 year old man. My boyfriend and I are monogamous, but we've been talking about inviting somebody in for the occasional threesome. I've never done one before. Do you have any advice for my first threesome or about having threesomes when within a monogamous relationship? Can they get messy? Is there anything to avoid? Sincerely, Nicki Minaj a toi. <laughs> um, I. Um... I've been. I've heard recently. I had a conversation with someone recently about your um your ad voice. My ad voice. And you did your ad voice just now. Who's when who, you record ads, you talk different than when you do on the podcast. Who did you have this conversation with? It was me and uh, Godoy. Godoy talking about your your ad voice. Oh God! You know your ad voice. You're like mm? yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> my chicken selects. Oh my, my god! Selects. All right. Um, uh, I uh, do you have any advice for my first season? I mean, I think honestly, I think you if if you know there are some actions that will happen in the threesome that will make you uncomfortable and make you feel some type of way afterwards. I think you and your partner should have the conversation before the third person comes. Like if you know there's something, if you know if like if you see your boyfriend kiss this third person on the lips, you know that's gonna fucking trigger and set you off after it's done and you won't, like, it'll be really fuck you up. You need to have the conversation. You guys set the rules and boundaries for you guys in, in the parameters of this threesome. And then when you invite the third person, you guys can all make sure, sure everyone's on the same page. But I think setting boundaries of what you don't want to happen is very important before going into it. Next thing you see something and then bitch, y'all broken up and then you're done. You know, um, sexual dynamics tend to be complementary, meaning they tend to be uh, quite opposite sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, a red wine goes nice with a steak, but then you bring a lot of red wine into the room, and it's like, oh, there's a lot of red wine in this room now. All of a sudden, you know, this is you don't normally have this much red wine in the mill. Um, And something I've experienced with with um, with both my partners is that if we invite someone into the room with us. Me and Jacob and me and Ezra are just so different from each other. So it's often kind of difficult to find someone who is interested in both of us because we are such opposites. Mm-hmm. Someone has to have a really wide palette uh-huh. to be into, um, you know, me or, and one of my partners. Um, but when you are in there, I think if 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 the, the let's say let's say there's two service oriented bottoms and one top who likes to be serviced. Mm-hmm. I think if the two bottoms are like, let's work together to service this this top together because we both like this this can be a teamwork thing and vice versa there's if there's two tops and there's one bottom who likes to be dominated then the other tops can be like all right let's get together and dominate this this um you know this bottom here mm-hmm. um and i think that that's communication i think that yeah. um you and your partner have to communicate with each other like monet said but also you two are you have a guest in your home like make your guests feel good like it's not great to go to a threesome and then you there and you're like, bitch, am I here just to watch you two fuck? Well, sometimes you might be into that. If you, if that's your thing, yeah, that's the. But, but if that's thing, make them feel like a good guest and like let them watch you fuck. But but open and honest communication with them. Make your guests <laughs> feel comfortable. Make sure your guests having a good time. Um, and establish your shit with your partner before they get there. Yeah, yeah. Do not have drama. Very important during a hookup girl do not make it uncomfortable for this other person like you see him fucking cream pie them and you're like you only supposed to cream pie me and the bitch that come is still wet on the hole and y'all start fucking slapping each other up fucking knuckle hucking <laughs> like, oatmeal cream pie bitch oh girl so yeah so make sure that you yeah you and your partner have set clear boundaries and y'all are on the same page and y'all go in with the with the right game plan and so that so that way no one leaves upset and everyone feels fulfilled and again make your guests feel like a guest you have a guest in your home yeah treat them like a guest be nice to them yeah yeah michael b jordan approaches you he says i want to have a threesome but only with monet or bob so it's you you can only have a threesome with michael b jordan if the other one is there who's oh michael b jordan michael b jordan wants to have sex with me with the two of us oh michael b jordan wants to go with the two of us together Mm -hmm. Um, you know, also on his face while you suck his dick. I mean, if you just say Wiz Khalifa, I'm really much more into Wiz Khalifa than Michael B. Jordan. Um, Wiz Khalifa is my ultimate celebrity crush. Really? He's so hot. But if you look at Wiz Khalifa, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Looking at Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> so but like, Michael B. Jordan is also very hot. So also on Wiz's face and you suck his dick. Yeah. Yeah. We could, we 
good, good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Monet. Monet's genitals. <laughs> Earlier today, we we're talking to your mom. You're like Monet, your phone. <laughs> Can I say what was on the phone? Sure. So we we're just Monet just had her phone like facing <laughs> me, but it was like it was like facing me, but I it was realize. on. And I'm assuming it's a picture that that Andy took. Yeah, it's just it's just Monet shitting like on the toilet, and I was, I was like, not shitting. You were okay. You were sitting on the toilet, and I was. I'm sorry for assuming. Well, I because I often sit peeing down. Oh, okay. I, 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 I pee sitting down. Did you say shit peeing down? I said, no, I said sit I peeing down. down. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. So, um, so, okay, well, excuse me for assuming, but, um, when you pee sitting down, there's also a little poop coming out of your butt, too? No. Because also, peeing sitting down is great, especially at nighttime when you don't want to put the lights on and, like, fucking wake your ass up. You walk to the bathroom, you just sit down and pee. I'm not, I'm not advocating against being down. So, do you, do you, do you pee sitting down sometimes? No. Never. If I'm pooping, I, I don't. I don't stand up to peace. <laughs> so I don't, in, I don't. I don't. At the end of my poop, I don't stand up. So when you wake up to go pee at like two o'clock in the morning, you put all the lights on. Yeah, turn the lights on. Yeah, that is so annoying. I mean, not to me. <laughs> but yeah, I I I, I, I would turn the lights on. I also want to see what I'm doing. I don't want to step on anything. I don't want to like. What is, what is is there is there an obstacle course in the toilet? Bitch? Sometimes my socks are in the bathroom, or you know, I don't know. Who knows? Was, was maybe a, a soap. Is on the ground. On the floor? Maybe. You never know. We don't we're not we're not all uh, Mr. Clean. <laughs> I, I don't My I, home is lived in. I have used your bathroom many times. Your my phone. Phone. Is, is, yeah. But also I okay, so I don't poop in our bathroom next to our bedroom. I poop exclusively in the the the, the half bathroom in the hallway. Mm. So every morning when I poop I, I go I like traverse. Really? Yes, to go poop in that bathroom. Cause it's, it's, I just feel like I don't know. I just like that bathroom more. It feels more private. Oh, we yeah. I, I poop anywhere. In so, 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 so not, I, I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even, go, even go to the bathroom. But I mean, you'll poop. You'll, I just you'll, do it in the bed. You'll poop. You don't. You don't. But you'll poop at the closest one. You mean? Yeah, the closest. Whatever. I have place. pooped in there, but I, I prefer to poop in the um, in the other bathroom. I mean, when I was yeah, when I was uh, when I when I lived in at, at um in Washington Heights, you go to the basement. Sometimes, not if I had company, I would I would poop in the basement. But I I like rarely ever pooped in that um the one by the door. No, the other one. Oh, the other one. Yeah. In the hallway. Yeah. Where'd you poop, babe? Uh, the main the main one where the shower is. Yeah. Okay. One one more advice. Um, dear Bob Monet, recently I've recently I've come out as bisexual and received a ton of support from my friends. I want to explore a serious relationship with another guy, but I'm concerned for my family's reaction. I don't want to seem like a DL straight guy, but I don't think he would meet my family because they're low key homophobic. Um, do I protect him from my family, or does he have a right to meet them and we deal with the consequences after? I'm more concerned for how they will treat him. Sincerely, by furious. Mm. I say be like be honest with your boyfriend. Like tell him, be like, hey, just you know, my family is homophobic as fuck, and I'm afraid they're gonna make you feel weird. I don't want to put you in a situation where you feel uncomfortable. And he's like, you know what? I want the chance to meet them in my own decision because sometimes a partner is like that. They're like, you tell them all the information, but like I still want you to see that I tried. And then, but as long as they know what they're stepping into, I think everything is cool. Did Andy tell you how racist his family? <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean me the that. tiki torches were that was like a shock at first, but everything else. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's DL. That's not what DL is. Yeah, that's not DL. I just want to say that that's not what DL is, Mister Furious. Um, I think that 
again, if you feel like you will be putting your partner in an uncomfortable situation, meeting your family, like, are they going to, like, I don't know how, how homophobic are they? Are they low-key homophobic or are they big homophobic? You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're going to bring, it's just low-key homophobic. If you're going to bring him home and they're going to treat him poorly, then I wouldn't want to be around that. I wouldn't either. But something the partner, we'll do this for the partner just to let you know, like, babe, I tried. If, if it meant, if Jacob, if the Ritzes were homophobic and it meant a lot for me to meet them, for Jacob, if, if it was for Jacob's own, um, like I'm doing this for myself. Yeah. I'm doing this to establish myself as a queer, as a queer man within my family. Yeah. I would do it for Jacob. Now, now, uh, week one, no. Yeah. Week one, I'm not going to go meet your home, your racist, your, your, your homophobic family. But I love you though. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You are wild. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying you love someone. I love you. No say there is. I I like you, <laughs> but I love you. I like you. I love you though. <laughs> I love you, there, baby. Bitch, give your fucking advice. <laughs> no, no, no uh, yeah. I think. I, I think. Be honest with your partner. Be honest with your partner. Let them make the decision. Like, be like, hey. My family's having Christmas. They've invited us, but my Aunt Rita and Uncle Sam—they are so homophobic. Like they're—they're they're really homophobic. I feel really weird bringing you, but I want to. I want you to meet the rest, some other members of my family. But like, like, what do you think, babe? But also, Fulty, set your fucking family straight before you bring him in Absolutely. there. Absolutely, get your family together and be like, I'm bringing someone I love home. Don't embarrass me. Right, you're an adult now. I honestly, it took me a while to realize. I mean, I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. And every adult in my life has not has not always been right. Shocking. I found out later in life. Them niggas be wrong sometimes. For sure. You know what I mean? And as I got older, I stopped letting them fucking bully me around. And and I I, I don't know if you I know in black families, sometimes we let our we let older oh, people in our family bully sure. us around. They be fully wrong, dead ass wrong. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not a kid anymore. And I, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be bringing my uh loved ones around, um, and my friends around then I will not have you all um, being homophobic, being racist, being blah, 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 being transphobic around them. And if you do, we're leaving. Yeah. If you do that, we will be leaving. Yeah. So I think that you need to get, gather your family like a fucking chignon and then bring your loved one over there. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Um, hey, are you going to bring any home? Um, there's nothing. To, oh, I'm going to New York in two weeks, and he's gonna. But he's already met my aunt. Man, I've never met anyone in your family. This is crazy. Really? I've never met anyone in your family. Well, every time they came, there were two times you could have, but you could. DragCon in New York City. They always would come to my short hardware, but you never came to my short hardware on New York. On you didn't. Tell me, but I didn't know they were coming. Yes, but you just they were, invited. You just invited me to the fucking hardware. You what? didn't say my family's coming. Yeah, my family's to the show. You, I didn't know your family was going to be there. But I thought it was just a show at hardware. No. Allegedly, I think you need, but you don't want to be in my family anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I'm, I've, been, I've, I've been avoiding your aunt. Um, What's anyway, her name, Rose? Rosemont. Well, Annette, everyone calls her Annette. Annette. Why don't I know it's Rose? That's so queer. You must have told me it's a point because her name is Rosemont Annette Burton. But y'all sound prestigious, <laughs> <laughs> Rosemont Annette Burton from the legendary house of Burton, darling, from the Burton estate. But Absolutely, hello there. My name is Rosemont. <laughs> oh my god, Berton. Berton. Oh my god, does uh, anyone in your family really say that? Yeah, who everyone in St. Lucia they really say Berton. They do, like dead ass. Dead ass. Am I ever going to St. Lucia? 
Have, will I ever be invited, or just like your uh, your party, your your, your birthday party that's not an extravaganza? <laughs> well, why would you go to St. Lucia? You know, you don't like sand. You don't like the beach. You don't like meeting people. <laughs> you don't like I don't like meeting people. <laughs> you you don't even, you don't even want to invite me. I have not I have not been to St. Lucia in three years. You take Kamika. That was in 2014. Kamika and I went. Answer my question. <laughs> when there is a chance for me to go, I would. I will. Yes, bring it to St. Lucia. Why did I, why did they beat that out of you? <laughs> oh my God, uh, I've been using my whole family. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, only I, met, I've only met your mom and my brother and, oh, and Justin and my uncle Steve. I didn't meet Uncle Steve. You meet Uncle Steve? No, he wasn't there. When, that's why Justin picked him from the airport. <laughs> Justin, oh my God, really? Justin, I love Justin. Me and Justin gonna open a food truck. Where in, in, in Atlanta? Yeah. What is it? What kind of food? Uh, soul food. Love soul food. I want to call it Aunt Bob's. Yeah, we talked about this before. I think it's a good idea. Um, I have another project for y'all to uh, check me on down the line. (laughs) All right, bye, bro. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.